Hello and welcome to the Chemscope podcast from Enroll. Uh, for those of you who don't know us, Chemscope is a recruitment training business um, co-founded by myself, Ed Khan, and Laura Hopes. And each week we're going to be giving you 10-minute snippets into our world of recruitment, tips and tricks to help you on your journey as an agency recruiter, and hopefully some laughs along the way too. Hope you guys enjoy. Hello. Hey, hello team. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Just to um, give everyone a little bit of uh, enthusiasm to stay on to this podcast, Ez has a weird surprise at the end of it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a surprise that you don't even know. So. No, I I'm very muted today. Mm. Like grey. Grey so far, grey. It's blending in. <laughs> Camouflaging myself so no one can get to me. Um, cool. Right. This right. week. So, 10 minute chat on the age old question. As soon as the market starts to shift and agency recruitment, agency recruiters, or some, start thinking about should we go internal? And mm-hmm. it's totally fair. If as an agency recruiter, you stop making money, there's no comms coming through the door six months later, of course, you start questioning whether, why would I be putting my pressure, why should I be putting myself under so much pressure in agency recruitment when I can get the same, if not more of a base, in internal. Yeah, and internal bases went up so high. I think it really, because what, what I don't want anyone listening to this potty app to think is this us this is us like just slamming internal right because trying I've, to keep people in agency yeah, recruitment yeah. agency uh, is better <laughs> I think it just depends on what you want like because I think you still have all the same issues mm. right? all the same issues but the the big issue with that is that you only have one client to sell mm. and you can't change that client so the issues that you find yourself facing with line managers with turnaround times, with candidates, like that all still exists. 100%. You just don't have the option to go, okay, this client isn't working for me anymore. And so there are lots of benefits of, of going internal and we'll talk a little bit about that. But I think the number one thing to think about is that the role doesn't change. That's such a good point. It is, isn't it? It's the perceived changes. Like if you're sitting there going, oh, it will be easier from a client perspective, in a lot of cases, it's worse because you only have that one client. Oh, it's perceived more stability in internal. And that, if you look at the market in the last two years, it's definitely not mm. safe for internal because mm-hmm. companies that go on hiring sprees, hire TAs, and then they let them go. They're typically the first ones to go. And so all these perceptions that we have of safety, it's an easier job. I'm not saying this is what everyone thinks, by the way, just from my experience of my conversations with recruiters, the perception is quite different from the reality. And if you're not doing it for the right reasons, then it's not the right move. Mm. And I think you have to think about totally, I think you have to think about as well, you know, there's two very different kind of formats of going internal. One is joining a large business where you just recruit the roles that you recruit and you are part of a talent acquisition team, which more and more so are set up to be kind of functioning like agencies. And so 
you know, your role will be very similar. You might not have the the targets from a sales perspective, but you certainly will have targets around time to fill and you'll still be KPI'd. The other is actually going in and being a standalone talent acquisition person or head recruiter for a business, which will allow you to get involved in more HR focused mm. projects. And that is a very different role. And I think that is worth, um, you know, differentiating between, because if you're going to go into a large corporate and into their 50 person strong talent acquisition team, your role is pretty much going to be the same. Mm. And you have that one client and you have all the same stresses and you have KPIs. But if you're doing it to broaden your project experience, to get involved in EVP, to help redefine career pathways, do all of that mm. stuff, you probably need to look at an internal role that is more standalone. But then you also need to make sure that the business is really brought into that role and they're not just doing it to say that they have someone in that role. Because if it's not respected as part of the senior management team, and I've been in this situation, if you just become like a a cog in the wheel, then it's very hard to make change and you'll face the same challenges, but without the ability to make change, I think. That's such a good point, is that checking through does the business actually value that as a function um, of their business because you're right even in those sort of what people call non-billing functions like marketing because i recruit and senior marketing more often than not those departments aren't truly valued in a business Mm. so that then becomes incredibly hard to work in that environment because if the owners and the senior leadership team doesn't actually respect or understand fully what you do then it's hard to actually make an impact and then you will just be a job filler it's that like hey we've got a recruiter they'll just fill jobs yeah yeah i think what a internal role can do is very it's is broaden your horizons right if you go in you're the sole recruiter or one of a couple you're going to broaden what you recruit across definitely like you'll broaden your portfolio of roles that you'll recruit but you'll also be kind of pressured to like you become a, a jack of all trades master of none because you're trying to recruit a receptionist here for a four-week annual leave cover uh, a cfo over here like trying to build a network in that way so then you do tend to resort to more traditional recruitment methods like putting up an ad and seeing who comes in like you do lose that ability to passively candidate pool you might end up being a conduit of using agencies like it's just not all it's cracked up to be. And I think if you are considering it, you do really have to think about what is it that I'm looking to do in two, five years from now? And is that role a stepping stone to get to that? Because if it is just to get out of sales, That's not you, yeah. you know, you'll end up with all the same challenges just without a, uh, well, potentially without a, a budget over your head. Yeah, that's so true. Now, quick question for you, Laura, because I've never done an internal TA role. You mm. have. Mm. What was the best parts of it? The best parts, being able to actually work with the people that you hire. Like you get to build a team and then you get to be part of that. So you are really influential on culture. Like you are, your role is essentially making and shaping the culture of a business and seeing people be successful rather than hearing about them be successful is a really different experience 
Um, and I think I was really lucky in one of my internal roles where I really got to make a difference in that that project. Like I completely overhauled job descriptions. I rewrote department structures. I got to consult at a senior leadership level. I got to redefine different uh, divisions and how they were going to sit within the business. I could look at career pathways. I redefined the EVP and work with the marketing team on like that. It was a really meaty role that wasn't just focused on how many people can I bring through the door. What? I always giggle when someone says meaty to describe anything. It's so gross. (laughs) Yeah, meaty. And we put it in everything, don't we? All job descriptions. It's a really meaty role. It's so gross. (laughs) I would not apply to that job. Why are you laughing? I literally could see your little smirk. (laughs) <laughs> but I think that I, that was a standalone talent role and it came it definitely came with challenges because mm. I still had to reduce agency spend I still had targets to fill you know you often walk in and people are like here's 20 roles and you're like the fuck do I start with that and a lot of businesses don't know how to manage an internal function either yeah. so but I think what I really missed was the agency environment because it's it is very lonely if you're not part of a talent acquisition team if you're going into a business to essentially set up their talent acquisition function it's super lonely because you're basically recruiting Mm. without anyone there to be like oh yeah that was a shitty day or like yeah that candidate didn't turn up all people are like well why didn't that candidate turn up and you're like because that's recruitment but no one else knows that like yeah it's basically like working alongside a lot of people that don't know the intricacies Mm. of how it all works. I reckon the key, what I've gotten from this, um, is actually work out what the reasons are. If you want to go internal, great, but work out what the motivation is for you. Don't do it just because it's shit in agency at the moment. If you're in a sector that's just completely bottomed out, mm. don't do it because it's shit and you just want out. Actually work out the reasons. And if it's actually adding to your career goals, then brilliant. Go ahead and do it, but go in with eyes wide open. Yeah. And I think if you are, if you're purely like, I just want to get out of sales, but I love recruiting, there are roles within agency. You could look at RPO, like there's Mm -hmm. heaps of options within agency to expand and broaden your skill set. And if you are valued within the agency you work in, a lot of the times people will try and make it work for you. Like if it is a genuine, like I've given it a huge, like a red hot go, and I just don't love the sales element. Then maybe it's like worth exploring what else is available to you without just thinking that's it. I'm just going to go and have a cushy base somewhere else and just recruit mm. and fill roles because the problems they will find you. Yeah. <laughs> and also, just lastly, before we wrap up on that, if you're sitting there going, I hate the sales element, I cannot tell you how often I've heard that, mm. but it's your relationship with what you believe sales is, is what needs to change. It's not, it's rarely the actual sales element. It's how you're doing the sales is what you don't like. And so actually change the way you're approaching sales um, and your mindset around that. And I know that sounds like wishy-washy, mm. but there's a whole head. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, I'd say like- 80% of recruiters say they hate doing the sales element but and when you delve deep it's they hate doing cold calls and who doesn't mm. hate doing cold calls I hate doing cold calls but I'm really good at sales yeah we're not door-to-door salesmen and I think you're right and I think that we've done lots of podcast episodes on that of like how to actually differentiate yourself or how to how to sell without 
selling or how to create warmth mm. like there are different ways of doing it and we have so many tools at our disposal now so it, it's about exploring what would work mm. for you or how you can make it work before you just jump ship yeah. into another unknown yeah and if you've not heard any of those podcast episodes a quick plug they were actually some of the most listened to one of them got up to two and a half thousand one of our bd episodes i honestly so. can't believe your mum listened to our podcast that many times <laughs> Just want to repeat while well, she's like pottering around. <laughs> Getting the numbers up. <laughs> Lovely, Soraya. Okay, I think we might have got over, but I'm still doing the timer. This is the new surprise timer. We used to do the countdown one. Club. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to commit to the end now. <laughs> What's going to happen? Oh, okay. You're free to go it. now. Yeah. That was what we were waiting for. Yeah. I think we'll be back to countdown. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Bye.